Hi, this is Claudia Opper. Welcome to another episode of Audio Law, the law podcast for busy people, brought to you by Illustrated Law. Today we'll be discussing another assault case. This one is Beach v. Hancock, 27, New Hampshire Supreme Court, 223, from the year 1853. If you find this podcast episode helpful, please consider donating to Audio Law. You can do so by going to illustratedlaw.com. There's a green donate button right there on the homepage. If you can give a dollar or two or whatever you're able to spare, that helps us in being able to create more helpful episodes just like this one. With that, let's get going with the facts of this case. Upon the general issue, it appeared that the plaintiff and defendant being engaged in an angry altercation, the defendant stepped into his office, which was at hand, and brought out a gun, which he aimed at the plaintiff in an excited and threatening manner, the plaintiff being three or four rods distant. The evidence tended to show that the defendant snapped the gun twice at the plaintiff and that the plaintiff did not know whether the gun was loaded or not, and that, in fact, the gun was not loaded. The court ruled that the pointing of a gun in an angry and threatening manner at a person three or four rods distant, who was ignorant whether the gun was loaded or not, was an assault, though it should appear that the gun was not loaded and that it made no difference whether the gun was snapped or not. Just a quick note to give listeners a frame of reference. A rod is a distance that used to be used because it goes evenly into acres. So a rod is a little more than five meters, making it about 16 and a half feet. So since the plaintiff was three or four rods distant from the defendant, he was more than 50 feet away. Let's keep on going with the issue. The court, among other things, instructed the jury that in assessing the damages, it was their right and duty to consider the effect which the finding of light or trivial damages in actions for breaches of the peace would have to encourage a disregard of the laws and disturbances of the public peace. The defendant accepted to these rules and instructions. The jury, having found a verdict for the plaintiff, the defendant moved for a new trial by reason of said exceptions. In simpler terms, the question here is whether the defendant was still liable even though he had no ability to actually inflict harm with the gun. The gun wasn't loaded. As far as the plaintiff knew, however, the gun was loaded. So is this an assault? The defendant was threatening the plaintiff with an unloaded gun. As far as the plaintiff knew, that gun was loaded. To find out if it's an assault or not, let's keep going with the reasoning. One of the most important objects to be attained by the enactment of laws and the institutions of civilized society is each of us shall feel secure against unlawful assaults. Without such security, society loses most of its value. Peace and order and domestic happiness 
inexpressibly more precious than mere forms of government, cannot be enjoyed without the sense of perfect security. We have a right to live in society without being put in fear of personal harm. But it must be a reasonable fear of which we complain, and it surely is not unreasonable for a person to entertain a fear of personal injury when a pistol is pointed at him in a threatening manner, when, for aught he knows, it may be loaded, and may occasion his immediate death. The business of the world could not be carried on with comfort if such things could be done with impunity. Before we get to the holding for this case, let's quickly hear from this episode's sponsor. This episode was brought to you by Illustrated Law. Order your Illustrated Law book on Amazon for only $15 today. Unlike traditional law books, Illustrated Law books have illustrations, practice questions with answers, key takeaway summaries, and so much more. It's the simple way to learn law efficiently. There are currently three Illustrated Law books available, and those are Constitutional Law, Torts Concepts, and Criminal Procedure, Investigation, and Justice. With that, let's get back to this case's holding. We think the defendant guilty of an assault, and we perceive no reason for taking any exception to the remarks of the court. Finding trivial damages for breaches of the peace, damages incommensurate with the injuries sustained, would certainly lead the ill-disposed to consider an assault as a thing that might be committed with impunity. But, at all events, it was proper for the jury to consider whether such a result would or would not be produced. We're left with a major takeaway that it was reasonable to fear injury when a gun is pointed at you. The plaintiff did not know that the gun wasn't loaded. So we see that an assault can be committed even if there wasn't a real possibility of committing harm, as long as the plaintiff perceived as long as the plaintiff, based on the knowledge that he or she had, thinks that there was an ability to do harm. And that wraps up Beach v. Hancock. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it helpful, make sure to tell your friends about Audio Law and check out some of our other podcasts. As Audio Law is the law podcast for busy people, I hope this episode helped make your day a little less busy.